Hi there, Melissa here with the Bizwell Podcast, and today I'm going to share the harvest of 2021 at the Mobo Vineyards. It was amazing. Oh, I just can't even tell you how great and just a wonderful experience it was to have our family and our close friends around. And if you weren't there this year, we missed you and we want you there next year. But here's a sneak peek at how the day went down. Well, actually, before we get into harvest day specifically, we'll talk about the day before. So the day before, we spent uh, the entire day cleaning all of the bins that we would pick the grapes and put into, all of the machine that would crush it. Um, there's specific recipes of citric acid, which is just a high concentration of uh, citrus, like lemon lime, um, and cleaning everything, drying it, setting up all the tubings, and really all the credit that day before goes to John and Johnny. They spent endless hours. I was there as well, but they really did the heavy lifting of the cleaning and the preparation. So um, that was on September 16th, and then the next morning on Friday, September 17th, um, again, prior to that, we were picking the grapes and crushing them, testing the sugar level, uh, which is called the bricks, and uh, the pH and some of the other things that we were doing to ensure it was time to pick. And we probably could have waited a few days, two, three, four days. The sh uh, bricks or sugar would have gone up a little bit, but we were um, committed to that weekend because we wanted Johnny to help us. Uh, he is brilliant, and unfortunately, Dominic couldn't make it with us, but Johnny was. so, And he had somewhere to be on the afternoon of the 18th. So we were pressed for doing it on the 17th, so we woke up very early. The day before, I got uh, cold cuts and breakfast items and coffee. We were getting up when the sun came up, which both John and I didn't sleep that well because we were excited as well as a little nervous. I know he was um, through the night just replaying the day and how it should go and what we needed to do through his head and remembering, did we get this? Did we get that? And so on. So we started the morning of Friday, September 17th. About 5 a.m. we woke up. It was still dark out. Uh, my parents, Sunny and Nina, were there to help as well as our bestie and MOBO manager, Jen Can, was there. And um, my favorite, Gwen, joined us as well. So we all got ready, um, went down to the tasting room. I had t-shirts made that said the MOBO Harvest 2021. It was awesome. Everybody had new gloves um, and new cutters, snippers for the, the harvest. Um, John gave us a safety announcement. He's very much focused on safety, especially when it's around chemicals and machinery. Um, I think we were all a little surprised. We thought he would bust out into one of his funny jokes, but he, he took it very seriously he uh, gave us the spiel on what we should and should not be doing. And then just as the sun was coming up, I think it was maybe 6.30, 6.45-ish, we, head, we headed out to the vineyard. Um, and I gave everybody a little demo on uh, where to cut. So when the grapes are hanging from the vines themselves, you try to cut as close to the main branch as possible. Um, so we did a little demo of that and we got started and we were picking, John had a recipe to start with. We were going to pick like all the Merlot, all the Cab and part of the Petit Bordeaux, I believe. I don't have my notes in front of me, but so we were all um, 
picking different aisles. I will mention my parents didn't get up this early. They are not early risers. Um, so I was almost worried that by the time they would get up at 9 or 10, we might be done because that's what we thought we might be done at 9 or 10. And, and the reason we thought that is the previous owners had told us they had six or seven people that took three or four hours. So that was our mindset. And which was good. We got up that morning. It was cool and crisp, even a little chilly. We had our sweatshirts on and it was perfect picking weather. And um, so we picked for about two hours. Um, we had one full bin of grapes um, and go to the website um, mobovineyards.com to see some pictures. They're pretty amazing. And um, what we were doing is we we're each cutting, putting into our own little buckets. And then we'd walk to the end of the aisle of the vineyard where there was a huge uh, bigger, larger buckets, and we would take those up in our golf cart to the crush pad uh, where the machinery was and where we would get started um, crushing later that morning. I, in the meantime, had a work commitment that I could not get out of. I was trying to uh, delegate and see if someone would take it for me, and actually it was a nice event, and I'm glad I did it, but it just sort of put a wrench in the day. I was, uh, we have an employee resource group at work for women and networking, and I was interviewing three women from our board of directors, so some three powerful, just amazing women. Um, we had some preset questions, and we, it was there for other people to learn um, from these amazing women, and so there were, gosh, like 200 people on the call, so I you know, started picking at 6.30, whatever time that was. And I, about 8.30 a.m., go up to the house because the call's at 9 o'clock. And I quickly change out of my T-shirt, put on a nice shirt and a jacket. I throw on my makeup, sit down on the video. I've got my questions there. Meanwhile, I'm like wanting to be down in the vineyard with everybody else. Um, but long story short, it was a successful webinar and I got tons of kudos from people who enjoyed the presentation and the discussion. Um, so I was out of the vineyard for about an hour from, well, a little more than that from eight 30 to 10 o'clock. And by that time I got up, got back down at 10, changed back into my t-shirt, went back to the vineyard and uh, my parents were awake, um, Gwen was getting ready to leave around 11, so she'd already put in like three or four hours of tough work, and my parents were there helping. My mom, who has bad knees and arthritis, had a bar stool that she would sit down in front of the vine, clip all the grapes off, throw them in her bucket, and then she'd pick up her little bar stool and move to the next vine. Um, it was really sweet. They both did a great job. We couldn't have done it without them. Um, Although they were a little bit slower than us, it was uh, great to have them and grateful that we had them because, like I said, Gwen left. And by the time we had one full bin ready to start crushing, John and Johnny went up to the crush pad. So then all of a sudden it was Jenny, myself, and my parents. So we were definitely short some hands. Uh, and about that time, about 1030, it started getting warm. And the sun was breaking through the clouds, and it was hot. I mean, for September uh, in Temecula wine country, it was, probably, it was probably about 80, so not 100, which most days are at that time of the year. So we lucked out, but it was still really warm. So we continued picking while uh, and we drive up the cart with bins and bins of grapes. They were so beautiful, so luscious. It was amazing to see how many we picked. 
And then we had this machine, it's a crusher and a destemmer. And so then we would start to pour the grapes in and it looked like this huge, almost like can opener kind of corkscrew. So you'd pour them into this bin, or if you're imagining like a corkscrew or a can opener, and they're going through this sort of tunnel and they're separating, the stems are coming out on one end. I have no idea. This is just amazing technology, how the grapes are being pulled and then the stems are coming out of one side and then the rest are getting pushed, crushed through and smashed. So we continued the picking and the crushing and destemming for most of the day. Wrapped up in the afternoon, we took some breaks and had some cold cuts. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention when we just before we started crushing, so we'd had enough probably for like one barrel to start crushing. And John said a prayer. We, we blessed our grapes. We had a glass of champagne and toasted our first harvest. And it was just amazing. I'm sad that Dominic and Ellen couldn't be with us for this magical day, but hopefully in the future they'll be there. Um, so the prayer was really sweet and yeah, so we, we kept going throughout the day. And by the end of the day, you know, my parents, whoa, troopers, my dad's 82, mom's 78. They worked the entire day. My mom did take a little break, but they worked all day. Jenny and I were out there working like a dog. I say dog because <laughs> we were just working. I mean, it felt like the vines were never going to be bare and we just kept finding more and more grapes. And it's amazing when you first look at a, a vine, you see like two or three hanging, but when you get in and you separate the leaves, there are all kinds of grapes in between and on the backside. So definitely took us longer than we planned because we didn't have enough people. The thing was hard is you don't know exactly when we're, you're going to pick. So it's not like I could say to friends, and I know there were lots of you probably listening who said, I'll come, I'll help. The problem is Every day we were testing the bricks, the sugar, and it was sort of like, okay, maybe tomorrow, two days from now, it's almost like waiting for a baby. So I couldn't plan and say to someone, okay, we're going to do it on this date, mark your calendar, because I really didn't know. I mean, next year we'll have a better idea. Um, we were using a comparison from the previous owners in 2020, they picked on September 7th. So in my mind, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be around the week of September 7th. However, they were not ripened uh, to the point where the sugar and the bricks were at a point to be picked. And that there's so much variability in grape growing and farming and that it has to do with how many days of rain did you get, how much sun, the heat, the soil, you name it. So it's really unpredictable. But hopefully next year we can narrow it down a little bit and maybe at the last minute call some of my friends to come and help. Because it was an amazing fun day. Um, we had a barbecue and we had some drinks to say the least to celebrate. So that was the day we uh, went into the late night. Um, we went into, you know, having to clean up everything. After we crushed things, we, um, we put all of the, the, it's called must. So once it goes from a grape and then you crush it, um, it's the skins, the seeds, and the actual juice now. It, it's in a big, large bin. And then uh, Johnny and John were working on the chemistry part of that by the amount of um, yeast, like a bake, right? You're baking something, you put yeast into it. And so there was a whole side of chemistry that maybe someday I'll get to interview John and he can talk a little bit more about that. Um, but having to tend to that, 
Then during the night, we had to get up. So there's something called punching down, and there's a little tool you use. It looks almost like a, I don't know, it's, it's square. It might be the size of a laptop. It's got a handle on it. And once you put the yeast inside, now the grapes are starting early fermentation, and it rises. And so you don't want it to rise out of the bin, so you're pushing it down. And I also have pictures out there of that too. And you can go to my social media for Mobo Vineyards on Instagram and go back and look at all those pictures. They're pretty cool. So we were up every four to six hours during the night, especially the first few days because the yeast was so active and the, the must was rising. And uh, so John, bless his heart, was up multiple times during the middle of the night after we had already been up since 5 a.m., worked our tails off up during the night to uh, push down this this must. Uh, the first time I was supposed to get up, and I said, I'm up, I set my alarm, and then I think I just fell back asleep or I just didn't get up quick enough because the next thing I know, I rolled over and he was gone and he was down in the uh, vineyard cellar pushing down the must. So that was the first couple days um, into Saturday, same thing, watching the yeast, pressing it down, John is measuring it throughout uh, because you pick at a point where the bricks and the sugar is high and then eventually through fermentation that that sugar will reduce. So John was really at MOBO for uh, probably, I think, seven to ten days straight because he was tending to it every day. A week later uh, from that Saturday, it was September 25th, we pressed the grapes. And so what that means is once it's gone through initial fermentation, now you take it and you're separating. You're taking the skins and the seeds out and you're separating the juice. So there's this other machine that we have. It's maybe barrel size round. We've got pictures of that out there as well. And you scoop this must, which is the grape, the seed, the um, skins and the juice, and you're pouring it into this machine. And meanwhile, there's a bladder in there that's pushing with water, pushing um, all of the juice out. So now the juice is in one. Now that's going to be the wine, right? And then you have this other uh, cylinder filled with the skins and the seeds, and you have to take that out, and then you end up disposing those, which I have a plan for those. Stay tuned for another uh, episode of Viswell where I'll talk about what we're doing with the skins. So we did that all uh, day on Saturday, September 25th, and our good buddy Mark was there to help, as well as our branch uh, assistants, Fidel, helping us. And remarkably, it went super fast. It, um, you know, it didn't, it, the, the true time consumption and the real laborious part was picking all the grapes. Uh, so we pressed all the grapes on the 25th and started more of the fermentation with uh, some of the other uh, preservatives, not preservatives, some of the other uh, ingredients, I should say, that we add to the wine. And then um, we got it into that day into two barrels. So we have two barrels of the 2021 Harvest Bordeaux, Bordeaux blend. So a Bordeaux blend is typically five different varietals, which are Merlot and Malbec, Cab Sauve, Cab Franc, and Petit Bordeaux. So those are all the five grapes that we grow, the varietals, 
and they make up what is called a Bordeaux blend. So it was an intense 10 days. We still have a lot of other work that we're working on now. Um, something called racking the wine. That's where you're taking the wine from one barrel to the other and you take any of the sediment and the old yeast out and then you clean your barrels. So we'll um, show some pictures of that on social. So I hope if you're listening, you're following Mobo Vineyards on Instagram because that's where I'm posting all of our adventures and fun and beauty. And I'd love to connect with you there. So that's a short episode about the Mobo Vineyard's first harvest of 2021. We've already started to taste the wine a little bit. So now it's uh, two, what, no, eight weeks in. It's, it's very subtle right now. It's soft. Uh, but once it, it has time in the oak barrels, which we just got two new oak barrels, it'll spend the next 18 to 24 months in these barrels. It will come out, hopefully, fingers crossed, tasty and fruity and enjoyable. So I'd love to connect. I'd love to invite you to the Mobo Vineyards for a wine tasting. Spend some time with John and I and we can connect. So follow us and share with your friends if they want to have a little sneak sneak peek into winemakers and grape growers. We'd love to connect. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Biswell Podcast.